Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven fempreneurs learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. Turn your dreams into actionable, marketable, and profitable plans and make your business irresistible. Welcome back to the Bombshell Business Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Hurdle, and this is episode number 38, How Do I Know If My Business Idea Will Work? Now, before we even get into that, I want to give you a heads up on two things. The first one being that my book is out. What? The Bombshell Businesswoman, How to Become a Bold, Brave Female Entrepreneur. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, lots of other bookstores. Those are the major ones. But um, go out there and, and grab that book because I poured my heart and my soul into it. I talk about my journey as a teen mom and the lessons that I learned and how you can use your own experiences to really get ahead maybe not a head start, but catch up in life. If you feel like you're a little bit behind professionally, um, you can actually leverage those maybe not so ideal things that have happened in your life. And then we get into the nuts and bolts about business, like what business principles you need to stay focused and how to develop an authentic, compelling brand, how to market your business without all that overwhelm that you've been dealing with, how to work with creative vendors like graphic designers, website designers, photographers, videographers, all those kind of people that are scary to work with if you haven't ever worked with somebody like that before and maybe you don't speak their language. I want I want you to learn how to offer exceptional customer service and make sure that your team does it at the level that you would too. I also want you to know what easy tech tools can streamline your business. I mean, I've got a whole chapter on that, why time management is a total pile of poo. It's a lie women are fed and what we should be aspiring for instead. And of course, we get into how to embrace the bold, brave female entrepreneur inside of you and all kinds of other great business advice. I mean, I just everything that I could possibly think that a woman would need to start or grow her business, I jammed into this book. And it's an easy read. It's very conversational. You can read the reviews on Amazon. Um, I did my very best to make it, you know, just like how we talk here on the show and just like you're in the room with me and and I'm just helping you out and you're asking questions. And so I hope that's the feel of the book to you. Now, I also want you to download all the free bonuses like the workbook. There's a 43 page workbook that I created to go with this. And then we have some other freebies and bonuses for you too. Those can be found at thebombshellbusinesswoman.com. And then of course you can join the online book study. We just started this week and we're having an ongoing conversation every day about different parts of the book and just really being able to pour into each other as women is awesome. I'm loving watching different bombshells talk about their experiences and and helping each other out. And then I do a Facebook Live once a week to kind of cover the material and the perspective that I was coming from. And, um, and I answer any questions. So like if you want a free business coach for the next couple of weeks, then join the Facebook group. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash bombshell businesswoman squad. We will put those links in the show notes, both the bombshellbusinesswoman.com to get the bonuses and then also the Facebook group. So we'd love to have you in those. Now, speaking of things that I love, I have to tell you about this new product that um, I had the opportunity to try. And it comes from Studio, and they are the makers of super fabulous earphones. And I am completely obsessive about my earphones. I'm 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 really weird about them. I'm picky. I like them to fit a certain way. I want them to be able to get loud. And so Studio reached out to me and said, "Hey, we wanted we want you to try our our earphones and see what you think about them." 
And so I was a little skeptical, but I thought, you know, I'm going to try, first of all, because um, they're a Swedish company and I'm Norwegian by descent. And I just happen to really like the style of the Scandinavian um, culture and the things that they produce. So that was kind of already a win for me. And so I was like, okay, yeah, sure, send them. And if I love them, then um, let's see if it's uh, worth talking about. So they sent them to me. I ordered the tray pink. They are um, a pink wireless in-ear headset um, with these wing tips that just keep everything super secure. So if I'm running sprints or if I'm lifting weights or no matter what I'm doing, they stay in and they are comfortable. I mean, they are so comfortable. Now, before I get off into my tangent, I, I do want to let you know, if you go to studiosweden.com, then um, you can type in Bombshell 15 and that will give you 15% off any purchase on the website. So I happen to like the tray model because I'm a very active person, but there are lots of different models on there, including kind of more like a traditional um, headset type earphones like I would wear uh, for podcasting. So the, the thing that I love about these earphones is the very clear, well-balanced, sound. It's kind of like a concert in your ears. I um, am the daughter of a musician, so I'm kind of particular about that. But even better is like while you're having this awesome sound, there's actually like a transparency to it. So if you're running on the street in a, in, you, in a car, there's like traffic coming up, you're not surprised by it. You can hear that that is coming, but it doesn't really interrupt the sound of your music. Or if you're like at the gym and somebody comes up and starts talking to you, you're not jolted and scared and everything. It, there's, It's like a really great balance. I did get the pink ones so that my son would not be tempted to borrow them because I have this real problem with all of my earbuds always disappearing and magically they're found somewhere in my son's room. And the cool thing is that in the month of October, they are donating 10% of all profits from any of their pink products to the Breast Cancer Foundation. And, you know, I'm sure we've all been touched by um, breast cancer. And so that I, I just love that they have that side of their business too, where they're generous. And I like to listen to my music loudly and they let me do that. And that's one of my biggest complaints. And I know I'm kind of going on and on about this, but I mean, I really, really love these earbuds. One of my biggest complaints when I try to use wireless earbuds is like I want to crank up my music like when I get to a sprint or if I'm if I'm like kind of maxing out my reps I, I want that intensity and you can't get that in a lot of wireless headphones and you can totally rock these out and make it super loud so I love that also nine hours of active battery life 10 days of standby so you're not having to charge these all the time it's not annoying it's not like you're not going to use them because oops I forgot to charge them again and they're cute I mean, they're super cute, especially my pink ones. So use the code BOMBSHELL15. That'll give you 15% off any purchase. We'll put the link in the show notes. Free shipping. I promise you will not be disappointed. I could not be happier with my headphones. They even come with a cute leather case so I could throw them in my purse. I mean, I love these things. So with that being said, let's move on to today's show topic. How do I know if my business idea will work? First of all, it's probably a good idea to do your research. And that means, you know, consult the Google. So get onto Google or whatever search engine you use being whatever and, and see who else is doing what you're doing in your market. So that might mean locally, that might mean worldwide if you are an online entrepreneur, or that might mean even like who in your direct marketing company is already in your area. 
it's important to do this not so that you will say, oh, somebody else already has my idea, I can't do it, because that's not true. You are unique and you can offer things a different way. Do you even know how many business coaches are out there? <laughs> a ton. But I know how I approach things. I'm very practical. I know that I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm no nonsense. I've got my velvet machete and that makes me different. But I want you to go and see who's doing what you want to do and then how are they doing it? Is there an opportunity for you to bring a fresh take on it? Can you brand yourself in a way and attract a very particular type of customer that doesn't matter if somebody else in your area is doing what you do? Now, there are a gajillion attorneys, right? I mean, there are tons of attorneys. So just because there's another attorney in your hometown does not mean that there is not room for you to be another attorney in that hometown. It might be that the the way that you approach things is very different. It might be that your process is different or that perhaps there's maybe there's not an attorney in your town that really focuses on single dads or um, maybe there isn't a solid business or tax attorney or trademark attorney or intellectual property or whatever that looks like. So the first thing you have to do is research your current market and see where you fit into that current market, okay? So once you've done that, you need to decide if your version of that, if your idea is viable. Now, how are you going to do that if you don't launch it? Well, slow down there, sister, because there are plenty of ways to do this. I love beta testing everything. I don't do anything until I have kind of thrown a net out there and see what I could catch first. And that might look like doing things at a smaller scale or a cheaper price point, or perhaps even just having a conversation with other people to see if they would really use that or not. So for example, you might want to say, okay, I'm going to make a list of women who would likely use this service. So let's just say that you are a home organizer. You go in and you make people's pile of papers go away. You set them up into systems. Maybe you organize closets. Maybe you get that kitchen junk drawer under control. Now in some markets, this is totally viable as a business and, and people would eat you up. And then in other markets, that might not be something that people splurge on. So you have to decide, okay, how much disposable income does a woman have to have in order to hire another woman to come in and organize her junk drawer? You see what I mean? Like you don't want to go into a market where people are clipping coupons and trying to save every penny. Not that that's a bad thing. They're just not going to pay you for a luxury service like home organization. That is a luxury service. That's above and beyond what is needed or a necessity. Um, so you might look for busy working women. You might look for super um, uh, wealthy women who just don't want to be bothered with that kind of stuff. They'd rather be doing other things. You have to determine who that market is. And then Go and, and ask them. Take, them. take them to coffee. Don't ask them for anything except for you buying them coffee and ask them questions like, how much time do you spend organizing um, your closet? Or how much time do you spend looking for something that you can't find? Um, tell me about um, your, what are you spending money on in terms of help services in your home? Do you have a housekeeper? How much do you pay for your housekeeper? I mean, obviously, these have to be people that you're comfortable with. And maybe some people you can straight up ask that's like your friend, how much do you pay for your house? 
housekeeper versus, um, you know, maybe somebody else you might just ask, do you have a housekeeper? And then at that point, you might want to ask, well, you know, who does your landscaping? You might want to ask who manages your pool or, um, you know, all kinds of things. Do you have somebody who helps with your kids after school? Do you have tutors? These are all indications that they are people who would likely spend additional money, their discretionary income on somebody to help them run their home more effectively. Let me tell you what, and I've said this a million bajillion times, uh, you don't want me cleaning my house. It's not It's not going to be pretty. It is, it is not going to be uh, I- ideal. And so I am a very good person to have. Um, I like to focus on business. I'm, I'm good at that. I'm not good at some of these other things. So I would be a, a good candidate for somebody who might be thinking about like home organization. Maybe not that exactly because I do kind of obsess over organizing, but somebody like me, right? So start asking them those questions. Find out like, well, where do you find these people? Who refers these people to you? Do you see it on Facebook? Like, do you get on Facebook? Do you get on Instagram? Um, Where are you spending your extra time? What clubs are you a part of? Because now you're not only getting an idea of will people in this area respond to this service or product or whatever it is that you have going on, but where could I find more people like this one? So you start looking for all those commonalities. So you want to do your your research, your your big picture research to see if if your idea has already been validated by somebody else because there's existing businesses. And then you want to do your more personal research to see if there are actual um, ideal customers that you can deal with. Now, the next step is not to quit your job, okay? So if you're thinking about making a leap, I hear so many people saying, well, I'm just done and failing's not an option. Oh, oh yeah, it is. Failing failing is always an option. Now, you can't be scared of that, but you do need a plan. So perhaps as you are very dutifully and um, confidently um, with service to the company who is paying your bills and your health insurance and everything else, continue that work. And then try to take a client on. See how that goes. See how your process works. See how they respond to you. Um, did you like it? Because guess what? If you launch a business and you find out that you don't like it, it's, it's not going to go well for you or your customers. And, and then we're going to fail anyways. So dip your toe in the water first. Before I left my corporate job, which by the way, I gave like a seven month notice. So um, they, they knew it was coming. Um, but I took on customers outside of my business hours. And anybody who worked with me at the time will tell you, I did not drop the ball one iota at work. I gave my 110% because they had invested in me and it was my job to invest back. So I want to be clear that you can't phone it in in your day job while you work your side hustle. But I still took on people on Saturday mornings or on my lunch breaks on Thursdays or um, sometimes I would do coaching in the evenings and I had to decide like, okay, who's the right fit for me? Because you can't coach just anyone, but when you first start doing anything, you, you do have to have a broader um, acceptance of who's going to come off the ca- their cash because you got to start somewhere. And then once you start going down that path, you get more and more clear on this is what people really want from me. And this is what people 
Um, these are the types of people that I attract. And most importantly, these are the types of people that I like working with. Um, it, and it is a struggle. It's a struggle at first because, I mean, for the longest time, I was 50% men, 50% women. I was 50% corporate and 50% entrepreneurs. And that can be frustrating, but you just have to keep going down the path that works right for you. And then you start to get referrals. Now, if you're thinking about opening up like a boutique or something like that, try a Facebook store first. You don't have to go demolish and, and, and do a rebuild and sign a lease and pay for utilities and hire a team and all that kind of stuff. You can just start doing things on the side and see if it works for you. Validate that people are actually going to spend their money with you. So first, we're going to research the big picture. Validate, are other people doing this? Has this idea been proven before? The second is validate that you actually have an ideal customer that is out there that you can market to and figure out where they are. And then the third thing is start slowly and and get people to actually pay you for what it is that you want to be paid for ultimately and and start testing things at that level, okay? So that's, again, kind of the, the beta test uh, philosophy that is number two and number three here. Now, if you've read my book or if you would like to read my book, I have an entire chapter on following your breadcrumbs. And maybe this is something that should be backed into before you even get started, but this is it's such a fluid experience, right? Being an entrepreneur, I mean, you're always learning, you're always failing forward, you're always looking for those victories to, to take you to um, the next level of stability in your business. Because it's, you know, somebody in my, in my Facebook group said that she loves that she's starting to see the stairs illuminate. And, and my response was, yeah, because you're moving towards a direction. And so you have to do that. Um, what I talk about in my book is following your breadcrumbs. And in fact, I did an entire episode on this too. Once you're moving in that direction, and even before, you, you need to make sure that you're staying in your wheelhouse and you're staying within the scope of what you're really good at. So if you start going down this path and then you look back at all the successes that you've had in your career and all the times that you've been very happy and validated and people said, good job, and and they came to you as a go-to person that did whatever that thing is that you do. If you are starting to get away from that in this journey of deciding if your business idea will work or not, if you're starting to get away from those proven breadcrumbs, it's time to reel yourself in. A lot of times we're so desperate to be successful at that first idea that we had. And, and the greatest part, maybe one, I'll say maybe not the greatest, but one of the best parts of being an entrepreneur is you do get to be nimble. And so you can decide, you know, in order for me to stay working in my in my greatest area of strength, then I have to start saying no. I have to start saying no to opportunities. I have to uh, say no to people. Um, I have to say no to myself. Sometimes we get so desperate that we'll take anybody's money because we just want this to work. And now if you've jumped off the cliff and you just need it to work, then you might have to do that. But if you're if you're doing if you're easing into your business in the way that I would encourage you to ease into your business, then then you can start making more confident decisions because you're not coming at it from a place of desperation. You're coming at it from a way of designing what it is that you want to do. The next thing is, how do I know if my business idea will work within my existing business? 
Okay, so let's just say that you already have a business. Um, let's say that you're a consultant and you've been working with a certain industry, but you're really interested in a different industry. It's the same process. You need to do your research. You need to see how other people are doing it. You need to see how you can carve out your own little niche in in that market. You need to start talking to people who are um, potential customers, and you need to test to see if people are willing to pay you for it. And then you need to make sure that it falls in line with those breadcrumbs. So it's the same thing, whether you're starting from scratch or you're wanting to add another element to your business. Um, I like to use myself as an example, not so that I could talk about myself all the time, but because honestly, I have um, uh, mutual non-disclosure with, with my clients. And unless they've given me permission to talk about their businesses, I can't because I'm going to take 18 bajillion caskets to the grave with me full of all the secrets that I have for my career. But in my particular instance, when I started this whole bombshell brand, I did it one step at a time. Um, I remember sitting with um, Kate Erickson of Entrepreneur on Fire, and we were in San Diego drinking coffee, and and I was asking her, I'm like, you know, I just I need a really strong female business coach, like a no nonsense, you know, shoot me straight. I need her to be female because I need her to understand the struggles of of women, but I really need her to not be fluffy or overly encouraging. Like I need her to just shoot me straight and tell me what I could be doing better or, or, or what I'm doing that is right. And then I know that she's actually like, you know, telling me the truth and it's not always cheerleading and rainbows and unicorns and all that kind of stuff. And so once we decided that we couldn't figure out anybody for me, I decided I had to become that person. So what did I do? I immediately started doing my research. Then I decided who my ideal customers were. And I had one-on-one conversations with lots of female entrepreneurs. And then I did an event. And that validated not only the need, but it gave me the opportunity to figure out the true problems that female entrepreneurs have and what their struggles are. And then I kept on adding to that, but I stuck close to my breadcrumbs. I have always had... Um, a lot of the same types of things going on in my career, communication and engagement. Now, if you want to figure out how to create a five-year strategic plan for your finances, I'm going to tell you to call my virtual CFO, Alex. It's not going to be me. But if you want to learn how to do communication and engagement within your company, with, with your team members, with your audience, with your customers, I can help you with that all day long because that's my career path. And the minute that I go off that journey, at the minute I go take a, a, a hard left anywhere, I'm not happy. I'm going to assume my audience and customers aren't happy. But following this setup of validating your business idea will almost always, I can't imagine it not, keep you focused and moving towards the right direction and also keeping things at a low risk. I We'll never give up my corporate clients, but I knew that that wasn't going to be all that I ever wanted to be. I I knew that just working in corporate America was not all-encompassing of what I wanted to do with my business. So now I have my corporate clients, and I talk leadership and company culture, and we talk about personal branding and all those things in a very different way, but I have my bombshells. I have you. And this is a passion thing for me. This is something that just, I mean, my whole career, you can see where I have wanted to invest in 
female professionals. And I saw such a gaping hole, not that there aren't amazing female business coaches out there, but there aren't a lot out there who are going to be like, uh, no, don't, that's a terrible idea. And, and I'm going to tell you that, and I'm going to say it out of love, but you know, everybody has their little piece of the pie. And, and so you just have to find, you have to find what your piece of the pie is. And is there anybody willing to, to pull up to the table and, and pay you for that pie and, and enjoy the deliciousness of your pie, right? So I encourage you to take these steps and, and then let me know. Let me know, is, is this working for you? I love getting your emails. Um, I don't always get to answer them like super quickly because I have a lot coming in right now. Um, but I do. I mean, almost, I would say, 99% of the time, I think I, I get back to everybody. And I'd love to see, you know, as you're validating your business idea, whether it's starting a new business or um, or, or doing something new within your existing business, did, did this help? Did this work for you? Um, I, I'd like to see you work through that process. So be sure that you order the book, The Bombshell Businesswoman. Download all the free bonuses, including the free workbook at thebombshellbusinesswoman.com. Check out Studio. Um, yes, just kind of like the Phil Collins song. Um, in fact, I think that the name was inspired uh, by a, a interaction with Phil Collins. And, and and see what you think about those two. Be sure to use the, the discount code BOMBSHELL15. Tune in. We've got more bombshell goodness coming your way. We are definitely Definitely tweeting and um, Facebooking and all that good jazz, uh, all of the media opportunities that we've gotten to be a part of, and um, we're blogging and trying to give you as much value as possible right now to support you as a bold, brave female entrepreneur. I'll check you next time. Thanks for listening to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Visit amberhurdle.com for more resources and be sure to tune in again. Cheers to you, Bombshell.